Welcome to the Retirement Income Show with Michael Easton, where we're building your tomorrow. Powered by the Retirement Income Store and brought to you by Fellowship Financial. Be prepared to hear ideas, concepts, and strategies that may challenge the way you were taught to think about saving and investing for retirement. It's time to roll up our sleeves and get to it. Now, here's this week's Retirement Income Show, where we're building your tomorrow with your host, Michael Eastham. Hey everyone, I'm Michael Eastham. Thanks for joining us here on the Retirement Income Show. And today we're talking about the Rolling Stones. And now I know I've got your attention, but I know there's a question looming in your mind. How do the Rolling Stones fit into a financial show? Well, I'm glad you asked. Think about retirement for a minute. Retirement is supposed to be all about freedom, right? Freedom to wake up when you want. Freedom to do the things you want to do when you want to do them. Well, let's go back to 1966 when Mick and the boys came out with a classic song called I'm Free. You may remember that the tagline to the song was I'm free to do what I want any old time. Now, you don't want me to sing it for you. But most of you probably remember that classic song, and it is classic, but it represents everything that retirement should be to baby boomers. In fact, it may be your retirement theme song. Now, if you don't have a retirement theme song yet, well, you're welcome. I just gave you one at no extra charge. But isn't that the truth, though? I mean, retirement equals freedom. At least that's what's in your mind, right? But if you don't plan ahead, that may not be the case for you. So how do you set yourself up for freedom when you step across that threshold into retirement? That's where we're going on today's show. We're going to help you break it down so that you can live out that classic Rolling Stones song, I'm free in your retirement, helping you to achieve that stress-free retirement you've worked so hard for all your life. Well, in order to completely be free in retirement, you need to have confidence in the answer to these two questions. Number one, how much do you need to live on? And number two, where's it going to come from? Now, those seem like common sense questions, but I got to tell you, I talk to a lot of people every single week who want to retire sooner rather than later. And there's a lot of you out here that aren't confident about whether or not you have enough to survive on. Now, I'm, I'm telling you that not to embarrass anyone, but to help you realize that if that's you, you're not alone. My job on the Retirement Income Show and at Fellowship Financial Group is to educate you so that you can answer those important questions before you retire. Waiting until afterward could spell disaster if you're not prepared. And that's why now's the time to take action if you're not sure about retirement. Let's get you started by calling Fellowship Financial at 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. Or you can go to fellowshipfinancial.com. That's online at fellowshipfinancial.com. We'll schedule a free 
retirement readiness review to make sure that you can answer those key questions confidently. And one thing to make sure that you understand as a CPA, PFS, we're fiduciaries at Fellowship Financial Group. We're working to create a financial plan that supports your goals. So schedule your retirement readiness review by calling 844-308-4861. Again, 844-308-4861 or go online to fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. Now, if you just joined us, I'm Michael Easton with Fellowship Financial and this is the Retirement Income Show. Today, we're addressing what it takes to have freedom in retirement, just like Mick Jagger sings about in the Stones' classic song, I'm Free. So thank you for being here. One of the reasons that people procrastinate in their financial planning is that they just don't have the confidence in finances. Maybe it's not the specialty. The fact is, that's true in a lot of professions. So just to put it in perspective, I got to tell you, I've met with doctors, lawyers, engineers, plumbers, and other tradesmen, nurses, and administrative people, people in every walk of life and in every profession you can imagine. When it comes to their finances, yeah, maybe they can build a cool spreadsheet, but budgeting and planning, that can be very intimidating to a lot of people. And I tell you this because I don't want you to be embarrassed about it. All it means is that you need someone to walk you through it so that you have the confidence to make good decisions about retirement. It's way too important for your success. And not only does it just mean evaluating budgets, but you've got to understand you've got costs that may be out there like Medicare costs or inflation that you've got to factor in as well. And some of those things can be tricky when you're planning for a long period of time. So when it comes to answering that first question, how much do I need to live on in retirement? It means that you have to have some sort of a budget. And a budget is simply a way to track how much you spend monthly, quarterly, or annually. And it helps to look at it this way because some bills only get paid once a year. Some get paid quarterly and some monthly. Think about your insurance for your home or maybe your taxes, your real estate taxes. Those are the things that are all important to get a good idea of what your spending target is. And there are a couple of ways you can accomplish this. One way is to take three to six recent bank statements. That's going to show you what you spend. You can lay them side by side. Look at the ending balance each month and see if the balance is basically increasing, decreasing, or staying the same. If it's increasing, well, then that's good news. That means you're not spending all of the income that's coming in. If it's decreasing, it means that you're spending more than you're coming in. Now, the next thing that you got to do is just look at the total expenses that go out every single month. And that'll give you an idea of how much you spend. That's a 30,000 foot level look at, at your budget, but it is a start. And it's important to start somewhere. But if you want to look at it at a more granular level, maybe you're more detailed oriented. Maybe you're a stickler for a budget and you might even use something like Quicken 
a software program that helps you track your spending. That makes it a little bit easier, actually, because if that's the case, then you can build a bottom-up budget inside the program, or you can just run a report by category, by month or year, to see where your money goes. And the point I really want to make here is that there are several ways to get this done, but it is a critical step to having the freedom that you want in retirement. You've got to understand what are your costs and then you add things in like travel, for example, or gifts that you may want to make to your grandchildren or your kids, things that are going to affect your cash flow when you do retire. Because remember, your salary is not going to be there. And that's why it's so important to understand what am I typically spending right now? And then you need to look at what are you likely to be spending when you do retire. All very important things to think about that unfortunately, a lot of people are not great at doing that or they're intimidated by it or it seems like such a daunting task that they're not comfortable doing it. I'm telling you that is step one. That is a critical step to making sure that you've got your freedom in retirement. And now that you have the expense side down, you have to know Where's the money going to come from to make it all happen? We'll share the secrets to answer that question, giving you the confidence to have that freedom coming up next on the Retirement Income Show. It's time to start building your tomorrow. This is the Retirement Income Show with Michael Easton, powered by the Retirement Income Store. No one needs to tell you we live in an era of financial uncertainty. With roller coaster markets and a deep divide within our political system, what does the future hold for those saving for and nearing retirement? Michael Eastham has put together a proven financial blueprint in his new book, Common Sense Income Strategies. Filled with in-depth analysis from today's economies to the seven pillars of wealth to things to do now, Michael Eastham tackles them all with his latest offering. David Scranton, host of The Income Generation, says, a book written by a man uniquely qualified to explain all the details that have actually changed lives and allowed thousands to avoid financial disaster and achieve their retirement goals with fearlessness and peace of mind. Common Sense Income Strategies. Request your copy today by visiting fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. Now is the time for Common Sense Income Strategies. Welcome back to the Retirement Income Show with Michael Easton. It's time to start building your tomorrow. Welcome back to our Retirement Income Show, friends and family. I'm Michael Easton with Fellowship Financial Group. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Retirement Income Show. Well, today we're revealing the secrets to having freedom in retirement. And if you just got here, you missed the earlier segments, we got the tools for you. Just head over to fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. Click on the radio show tab and you can replay any archived episodes or segments of the Retirement Income Show on your schedule. And while you're there, make sure that you subscribe to our podcast 
on your favorite streaming platform so that you can continue your financial education on the go. Well, we answered the first key question to having freedom in retirement, which is how much money do you need in order to cover your expenses and goals? What are your expenses? And we talked about a couple of ways to figure that out, either using some recent bank statements, or if you use software to track your expenses, simply running a report organized by category to show it in a more accurate and a more detailed way. Now that is a foundation. And of course, you need to add additional costs for travel or some of the goals that you may have in retirement, some hobbies, things of that nature. But now let's spend some time talking about the all important $64,000 question. Where's the money going to come from? And how reliable is it to cover you for a 30 year retirement? And I've got to keep reminding you that it's always better to plan for 30 years in retirement. Maybe you won't live that long. Maybe you live 20, but it's better to plan for 30 and live 20 than to plan for 20 and live 30. That's a recipe for disaster. So to start with, it's very important to know that the way you invest when you're accumulating money in your 30s to 50s isn't the way you should be allocating your money as you approach or you enter into retirement. And the biggest reason for that is that your needs are different. You need to understand that in the accumulation years when you're in your 30s and 40s, well, look, the fact is you got 30 years before you retire. That is a long runway. And that means that you can take more risk if you're comfortable with that using things like common stocks, mutual funds, And you also have the leverage or the flexibility to ride the stock market over a long period of time, knowing that you're going to have ups and downs, but you don't need that money and you're going to avoid accessing your retirement money. In fact, you should avoid accessing that money at all costs. In fact, when the stock market is down, if you're in that accumulation phase, investing in typical common stocks or funds, you're still putting money in, you can take advantage of lower prices and buy more shares because when the stock market does come back, and I believe it always does, historically speaking, your balance is going to be bigger and higher as a result. In fact, in that description, you're what's called the disciplined investor, the systematic investor, and that's a great thing. It helps you to build your balance over time. But the fact is, the game changes a lot when you approach or you enter retirement. You push through that red zone of retirement. And this is an important point, so write it down. When you retire, you need to rely on income from your investments. And I mean income in the form of interest and dividends and things that are predictable. Income from your investments. And the way to do that isn't always obvious to most investors. To make sure that you're ready for true freedom in retirement, take a minute now to call Fellowship Financial at 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. Or go online to fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com and schedule a free retirement readiness review. We'll spend some time 
to get you ready or not. If you're not ready, we're going to help you make sure that you have a game plan to get you on the right track. That's how we serve our listeners and our clients at Fellowship Financial, helping to build your tomorrow. Well, I'm Michael Easton with Fellowship Financial Group. This is the Retirement Income Show. And if you just joined us, thanks so much for being a part of the program today. We are helping people today prepare for true freedom in retirement. Make sure to tell your friends and your family about the Retirement Income Show and get them connected by pointing them to fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. Click on the radio tab and you can check out any archived programs to get started. Well, one of the best and most reliable ways to make sure that you can answer that second question, where's the income going to come from to support that retirement? The best way to do that is to shift your investment allocation to include things that are designed to create and generate spendable income in the form of interest and dividends and predictable income. That is true income. And here's why. Because it's renewable. It's money that comes back. It means that if you spend that money, it's going to automatically regenerate. That is real income. You see, the problem with common stocks, mutual funds, is that you don't know what the stock market's going to do from one year to the next, from one quarter to the next. Yeah, I know that most financial advisors are out there trying to read the tea leaves and tell you to just hang in there when the market's down. The problem is to get income from those types of vehicles, you're going to be forced to sell shares. And that's fine as long as the stock market goes up. But what happens when it doesn't? Think about it. You don't need me to tell you that over a 30-year retirement, you are most likely going to experience a few down years. And if the stock market goes down by 50% and you have to sell shares to get income, well, you have to sell two times as many shares to get the same amount of income as you did when the market was up. That's just the way the math works. So if your $300,000 IRA is suddenly $150,000 to get the same income, you're going to have a problem. In fact, do you want to sell principal at that point when you're down by 50% to take income? It puts you in an awkward place because you still have bills to pay and you can't tell the mortgage company, gee, Mr. Mortgage Company, I promise I'll pay you when the stock market comes back. That's kind of silly, isn't it? And it isn't going to work. I can tell you. If you invest for income and you get consistent, reliable dividend and interest checks deposited into your account, then you don't need to worry if the stock market drops. In fact, things like individual bonds pay income by contract. Preferred stocks, they pay dividends by contract. So do exchange-traded debt securities. Now, other types of income investments pay more and they pay more consistently because that's part of their strategy as well. In other words, so that they're compliant with regulators and some pay guaranteed income. It all depends on what your needs and your goals are as to how your actual allocation lands. But I will tell you that income investing is a specialty. And that's why most financial advisors just deal with the basics like common stocks and mutual funds. Those things are okay when you're in the accumulation phase of life, when you're depositing money on a systematic and disciplined basis 
to grow your account, when your employer is matching your contributions to build that account over time. But when you get to retirement, your strategy needs a specialist. You've got to make sure that whoever you're working with specializes in income and understands the subtleties of income so that you can accomplish the goals that you have for that 30-year retirement. Retirement should give you freedom and independence, but only if you're prepared. And preparation means you can answer these two questions. How much do I need to live on and pay my expenses? And where's it going to come from? When you can confidently answer those questions, you'll have peace of mind that you're ready to enjoy that stress-free retirement you worked all of your life to achieve. Mark wants to know if there's anywhere he can get a decent, reliable return in this crazy market. I'll take that on to help Mark and get to a few more of your questions next on the Retirement Income Show. Have you missed any of today's program? No problem. You can hear all of our shows online anytime, 24-7 at fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. Time now for more of the Retirement Income Show with Michael Easton, powered by the Retirement Income Store. Welcome back. If you just joined us, you are listening to the Retirement Income Show. I'm Michael Easton with Fellowship Financial, and we're going to take some of your questions and get you the answers you need to build your tomorrow. This is my favorite part of the program. It's where we answer your questions. We dig into the mailbag. And if you want to get your questions answered on the program, you can send them to us at fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. Click on the Contact Us tab and you can enter your question there. You can also reach us at 844-308-4861 to get that question. And remember, when you submit your question, you're going to be helping the entire Retirement Income Show community. Now let's get right to it. The first question is from Mark. Mark asks, with all the volatility in the market and the uncertainty in global economy, is there anywhere to turn for a decent rate of return? Well, that is a very general question, Mark, and thanks so much for submitting it. There are a couple of things that you need to know here. First of all, there are always great opportunities. The bigger and broader question that you need to ask, Mark, is, Where are you in your roadmap towards retirement? And are you prepared? Is your investment allocation designed to support the goals that you have both now and in the future? Because listen, if your personal risk profile is very aggressive, well, certainly you could do some market timing. You could sector select or use some alternative investments to try and find those unique areas. You can time the market and read the tea leaves and figure out, well, when's the good time to get in and when's the good time to get out. However, that's speculating because even the best guys in this industry, they don't have the clearest crystal ball. Yes, there's some technical aspects to making those choices, but some of it is speculation. And so you got to be very careful. And if you're not in that industry all the time, then you got to be extremely careful. But if you are in a place where you have discretionary money and you want to put some risk on it, well, certainly you can roll the dice. But if you're approaching retirement, like the majority of 
our radio listeners, or you're in retirement, then you've got to make sure that first things first, and that is that you are getting the income in the form of interest and dividends to satisfy the income needs that you have. And I don't take that lightly. And I will tell you that right now, there are a lot of different areas where you can get a reasonable rate of return in the form of predictable interest and dividends from products that pay interest and dividends like individual bonds. You know, we've seen interest rates go up lately. That means that corporate bonds are paying a little bit higher. Same thing with preferred stocks or exchange traded debt securities. Business development companies are paying a nice interest or dividend component. And those are things that you can predict. Those are things that are much more consistent and you can rely on. Even real estate investment trusts, broad spectrum of industries that give you opportunities. So those are all a general idea of some things that you can evaluate that could work very well in your overall retirement plan. But I will tell you, don't go it alone. If you don't have experience in those types of investments, then you're going to need somebody to at least explain them to you and walk you through how they work and help you put them in context for your overall retirement. Well, Mark, I hope that helps, but certainly give us a call 844-308-4861 if you'd like to talk further and we'd be delighted to help you out. All right, let's jump into the next question, which is from Sandy. And Sandy says, I recently received a $300,000 settlement and it is non-taxable. I'm thinking about paying off my mortgage balance, which is $150,000. Can you shed some light on this? Good idea or not? I'm 57 years old and I don't plan to retire for several more years. All right, Sandy. Well, thank you so much for that question. That's the everyday sleep number question that I refer to. And that is, are you comfortable with debt? You know, I am a big proponent of making sure that credit card debt, auto loans, those things are all paid off before you enter into retirement. However, your mortgage balance could be a different issue. It could be a different issue to address. Many people are absolutely not comfortable with a penny of debt. And so if that's the case, then look, it's important to make sure that you can sleep well at night. That's what I call that sleep number question. Pay that mortgage off and then invest the balance. But if you're in a situation where you're making good money, you're comfortable with your personal cash flow, and you're spending below your means, in other words, you're saving for retirement with your income, well, go ahead and cash flow that. If you're comfortable with it, you've been paying it for some time now, and you're comfortable with it. The reason I say that is because at the same time, you could take that full $300,000 and allocate that and positively leverage it so that when you do retire, you have a larger amount of income that's available to satisfy your retirement needs. And guess what? In the meantime, you may actually be able to pay your mortgage off as well through just the cash flow that's generated from your investments. So I know that's a little tricky, but I hope that helps. It is going to be a different answer for every single person. Make sure you have that sleep number figured out so that you can sleep better at night, whether or not you've got that mortgage. Sandy, thanks so much. And again, if you'd like to get more details, reach out to us, 844-308-4861, or go online directly to fellowshipfinancial.com, and we'd be happy to help you out. 
Let's try and jump into one more question here. This one is from Diane. Diane says, I keep hearing about government-issued I-bonds paying over 9%. First of all, is that true? And second of all, if so, how does it work? Well, I'm glad you asked that question, Diane. I've gotten a lot of questions about I-bonds. And in fact, I did a video that was circulated via email to all of our clients and folks talking about this in greater detail. I don't have a lot of time to get into it, but listen, it is something that you do have to understand the parts because the government talks about that annualized rate, which is over 9% right now because inflation is so high. But the reality is you're only going to get half of that if you invest right away, right? Because the government changes the inflation rate that's paid out on I-bonds every six months. And so you've got to make sure that you understand that piece first, because there are two components to payment on the I-bonds. Number one is the base rate. And the base rate right now is 0%. The inflation rate is 4.6 roughly. And so when you add that together, That's where they come up with that 9% return. It is true, but you've got to understand that part. And that is going to change every single month. If inflation goes back down to lower levels, then you may only get 2% or so. But again, in today's environment, it's certainly better than a sharp stick in the eye. And it is backed by the federal government. Some limitations are you can only buy $10,000 each per person each year of these I-bonds. And it can be a little tricky to do it. You need to go to treasurydirect.com, set up an account. And I personally know that they are backlogged right now. In fact, I spoke with one client who recently set up an account and got a response from the federal government that it's taken them 13 weeks to process them for new accounts. So keep that in mind as well. Maybe that's a good opportunity for you but certainly the hoops that you need to jump through to get them and the limitations in terms of dollar amounts you can invest may not be all it's cracked up to be. Give us a call, Diane. If you want more information, we'll be happy to help you. So keep those questions coming. There's a couple of ways that you can get your questions answered. Call us at 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861 or go to fellowshipfinancial.com. Social security can be an important part of your retirement. If you make one of these five mistakes, it could cost you more than $150,000 in your retirement. Stick around and we'll lay out those mistakes and help you avoid them next on the Retirement Income Show. You're listening to the Retirement Income Show with Michael Eastham. Now's the time to start building your tomorrow. Would you take your grandchildren out for ice cream and try to pay for it using your stock certificates? No, that would be ridiculous. Instead, you would use your income. So why then do so many retirees make one of the biggest financial mistakes, dipping into their savings instead of relying on income during retirement? The good news? It's completely avoidable. To learn more about the Retirement Income Store, call your local Retirement Income Specialist, Michael Eastham of the Fellowship Financial Group at 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. 
800-998-4861. The Retirement Income Store, where retirees go for income. Welcome back to the Retirement Income Show with Michael Eastham, where we're building your tomorrow. Hey everyone, I'm Michael Eastham. Thanks so much for joining us for another edition of the Retirement Income Show. And today, we're going to help you identify and avoid the top five social security mistakes that I see people make. These days, social security certainly gets a bad rap and in some cases, it's for a good reason. I mean, we've all heard about the social security trust fund being mismanaged over the years or that they're going to run out of money soon and we can't even rely on it. I mean, those are some of the headlines. And believe me, I talk to people about social security regularly and these are the kinds of things that I hear from you. But I want to shed some light on the realities of Social Security so that you can put things in perspective and also to help you make good decisions about how you should incorporate it into your overall financial plan. You see, neglecting Social Security altogether is definitely the wrong approach since it will affect you in retirement and possibly in a much bigger way than you might think. And burying your head in the sand about Social Security could cost you more than $150,000 in lifetime benefits. That's the magnitude of the potential mistake you could make if you are not careful. It could be even higher than that. That's why on today's show, we're going to address Social Security and the mistakes that people make to help you achieve that stress-free retirement you deserve and the one you've worked for all your life. Let's first talk about the Social Security Trust Fund to help you understand where it stands since they're really the funding mechanism for all of us. Now, you may or may not know that the FICA payroll tax that's withheld from your paycheck is what provides income to the Social Security Trust Fund. That's money withheld from you. You see it on your paycheck every single week. But if you're an employee, then 6.2% of your salary gets paid into Social Security. If you're self-employed, you can double that. It's 12.4% since you pay for both the employee share and the employer share. Now, that's true up to an income level or a salary level of $147,000 in 2022. But that number increases each year. So if you earn more than that amount, You won't pay more into Social Security. Over the last several years now, I've seen that fund increase a little bit and I've seen it decrease a little bit. For now, the fund sits at about $2.9 trillion with a T. And that's enough to last for quite some time. So here's the key underlying issue that you need to keep in mind. Since Social Security is a political contract, listen, The fact is, no one in Congress wants to be stuck with the stigma of letting it crash. Congress has done a few things over the years to tweak it and to shore up the fund, but it's going to do what Congress always does, and that is kick the can down the road a bit till the last minute and wait until around 2035, which is kind of the trigger point at this point, and then they'll do something to fix it because 
They want our votes. It's really that simple. And I can tell you this, no matter what the headlines say, that reason alone should be enough to keep you from losing sleep about Social Security not being there. Now, with that as a backdrop, if you want to see how Social Security fits into your overall financial plan, there is something you can do about it right now. Call us at Fellowship Financial at 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. Or go to fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. And we'll schedule a free Social Security review to make sure that you have a solid plan that isn't just a canned report or a canned number. We'll help you understand how Social Security fits in your financial plan and help you to optimize Social Security based on your facts and circumstances. And we do that because as a CPA, personal financial specialist, we're fiduciaries working on your side, helping you to create a financial strategy that supports your goals. So schedule your Social Security review absolutely free by calling 844-308-4861 or go to fellowshipfinancial.com. And if you just got here, I'm Michael Easton with Fellowship Financial Group. This is the Retirement Income Show. And today we're talking about the five mistakes people make with respect to Social Security and how you can avoid them. Thanks so much for being here. Now, the first one is neglecting Social Security and worrying about Social Security not being there, as I discussed just a few minutes ago. The second one is not planning for your spouse. When you plan for Social Security, spousal planning can be a game changer for a surviving spouse. And if you don't put a good strategy in place for your surviving spouse, not only is that going to create turmoil when you're gone, but it could put your surviving spouse in a real financial pickle. And when you die, you have to understand that your surviving spouse is entitled to the hire of your Social Security or hers, not both. That's a common misunderstanding. That means that there will be a reduction in income one way or the other. And if Social Security plays a significant role in your retirement income plan, you'll need to pay close attention here. If your full retirement age Social Security, for example, is $2,500 a month and you started earlier at 62 perhaps, then you got about $1,875 a month. But if you waited to age 70 to start, you'd get $3,300 a month. That's a big difference. That's $1,425 less by starting at 62 each month, not including cost of living adjustments. So if you died at 75 and your spouse lives another 15 years, That's a loss of $250,000 in social security benefits that your spouse could have used in their retirement. By simply waiting to full retirement age, that number drops to $112,000. Again, that's not chump change, but at least it cuts it in half. So you have to ask yourself, could my surviving spouse use that extra money better than the federal government? And in my mind, that is not a hard question to answer if you ask me. Now, it's certainly going to depend on whether you need that additional income or not. But 
you've got to realize that the bigger role that Social Security plays in your collective retirement plan, the more impact waiting is going to have on your surviving spouse. Now, I'm certain that if you ask your spouse if they'd feel more secure with more guaranteed income if you were gone, the answer is not hard to figure out. They would certainly respond with a resounding yes. And that's why making the spousal benefit a part of your conversations, your retirement conversations, is a very critical step. But neglecting it can be a huge and a costly mistake. So many times I see people that just neglect this as a conversation. They don't even think about the spousal continuation amount. And yet that can be a critical element to financial disaster or financial success if you prematurely pass away. Think about your spouse. Make sure that you've got a plan in place that includes spousal continuation of Social Security. Now, sometimes starting Social Security makes sense, but too often it's a decision that's hastily made, but that can be a $150,000 mistake. We'll tell you why and how to avoid this one coming up next on the Retirement Income Show. Helping you build your tomorrow. You're locked on to the Retirement Income Show with Michael Eastam, powered by the Retirement Income Store. Investing in the stock market these days is like riding a roller coaster. One minute, you're moving up slow and steady just the way you like it. And then all of a sudden, your investment portfolio is in a free fall, up 800 points, down 800 points. It can be very scary. A lot of people no longer gamble with their retirement in the stock market. If you are tired of the ride and want to look at safer options or would like to learn a better way to grow your money during these times, call Fellowship Financial at 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. Or visit us online at fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. You receive advice from your financial advisor, you have your tax prepared by your accountant or CPA, and you have your will and estate plan done by the attorney. When was the last time these three key consultants got together to discuss your overall financial game plan? You know, you took all the right steps, yet the trap has been set. You're basically working with the three blind mice. Three Blind Mice from Scott McLean. Now available at 3BlindMiceBook.com or for a free copy, call 844-308-4861. 844-308-4861. Welcome back to the Retirement Income Show with Michael Eastam. It's time to start building your tomorrow. All right. Welcome back to all of our retirement income show friends and family. I'm Michael Easton with Fellowship Financial Group. Thanks so much for tuning in to the retirement income show. And today we're reviewing five social security mistakes that can be very costly in your retirement and how to avoid them. Now, if you just got here, we've got you covered. All you need to do is head over to fellowshipfinancial.com. 
That's fellowshipfinancial.com. Click on the radio show tab and you can replay any archived episode of the Retirement Income Show whenever you want to. And when you're there, make sure that you subscribe to our podcast so that you can continue your financial education on the go. It's available on all major streaming platforms. Again, fellowshipfinancial.com. You can click on the radio show tab. Now, in the last segment, we got through the first two mistakes and went over the potential costs of neglecting Social Security, which is the first one, thinking that Social Security is not going to be around and just burying your head in the sand and not considering Social Security in your retirement plan. And people do this because they think, oh, well, if it's there, great, it's just found money, but I'm not going to rely on it. I think that is a huge mistake that you want to fix very quickly. The second mistake I find people making is not planning for your surviving spouse. And that one could leave your spouse with over $100,000 less in income when you're gone. Now, guys, you don't want to make that mistake. Trust me, it's not a great legacy. Let's get into the rest of them, the last three. And the third mistake that I find is just starting Social Security too early. I had a guy that came into my office to have us do his tax return. And we have a tax practice that's built into our financial planning practice. And he turned 62 the previous January and started Social Security right away because all his buddies at the office told him that he could. Well, he didn't do a whole lot of research on his own. And by the end of the year, he collected $20,000 in Social Security for that full year. Now, a couple of problems popped up. The first one is he was still working and made $70,000 in salary. That meant that he had to write a check back to the IRS for the full $20,000 that he received from Social Security. And they cut him off because he was way over the threshold, which I'll hit on in a minute. That mistake led to the second problem. He spent all of that money on a new boat. What a disaster. You see, you've got to realize that although you can start Social Security at 62, if you're still working, you're going to have to pay attention to the income threshold that they put out there. And in 2022, you can't make more than $19,560 or you'll need to pay back $1 of Social Security for every $2 that you earn over that threshold. Not only that, but if you start Social Security early, you got to realize you could take up to a 30% haircut on the amount of Social Security that you get if you just wait till your full retirement age. And when you compare that to waiting to, say, age 70, then the difference can mean more than $300,000 over your retirement. That's right, $300,000. That money is left on the table. And I, I can tell you that I'm absolutely positive that you could find a better use for that money rather than leaving it with the government. I think that answer to that question or that problem would be a resounding yes. And I want you to keep as much of the Social Security in your pocket as you deserve. 
So to keep that money in your pocket, all you have to do is give us a call at Fellowship Financial, 844-308-4861. Again, that's 844-308-4861. Or go to fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. We can schedule a free social security review and analysis for you to help you avoid these massive and expensive social security mistakes. That's our job. That's how we build your tomorrow at Fellowship Financial. And it really is an honor to do that, to help the community one person at a time. I'm Michael Easton with Fellowship Financial Group. You are listening to the Retirement Income Show. And if you just arrived, thanks so much for being a part of the program today. Today, we're sharing five social security costly mistakes that you could make that I see a lot of people making and how you can avoid them. Make sure that you tell your friends and your family about the Retirement Income Show and you can get them connected very easily by going to fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. Click on the radio tab and you can begin to listen at that location. Now, number four, mistake of social security is not optimizing your social security. Now notice I didn't say maximizing social security. If that's what you want to do, all you got to do is wait until age 70 and that'll get you the maximum dollar amount per month. But when I'm talking about optimizing, I simply mean that in the context of your overall financial plan, how is social security fit in? How is it optimized? with respect to your other retirement assets and your other sources of income. Too many times I talk to people who just plan to wake up one day, throw their finger in the air and say, today's the day that I'm going to start social security. Well, let me tell you, that is not a plan. And who knows if it's right, wrong, or even if it supports your goals or not. You got to have a plan to understand how social security is going to fit in the context of your overall financial strategy. Smart people understand that they've got a plan for 30 years in retirement. I can tell you from experience that it doesn't make sense to take something like social security so flippantly. It's just way too important. And remember that about social security, it is truly one of the few guaranteed income sources that has a cost of living adjustment. Those are increases that go on as time goes on. And that's a big deal. So don't minimize it. And then finally, number five, social security mistake is not coordinating social security with your other investments. For example, some people choose to retire at 65, but they don't want to start social security until maybe age 70 so that they can maximize it. And if you do that, the question is, do you have enough income from other sources so that you don't tap into your principal too soon? Now, I'm not asking if your account is big enough. I'm talking about true income in the form of interest and dividends. You see, if your investment allocation is primarily in mutual funds and common stocks, well, then the answer is probably no, you're not getting enough income. And the reason I'm so adamant about that is with those types of tools to get income, you are forced to sell shares in most cases. That's not real income. 
It's not renewable unless the stock market goes back up to make up for the shares that you sold. That's called speculating or gambling in my mind. And that can be a very dangerous game with your retirement assets because if you start selling shares too soon, you run the risk of running out of money. Remember, you need to plan for a 30-year retirement, even if you don't live 30 years. I tell people all the time, it's always better to plan for 30 years and only live 20 than the other way around. And investing for interest and dividends is a renewable resource. You spend it and it'll be back the next time, organically renewable. And if you don't need all your income, you can reinvest it, creating a natural inflation hedge, giving you more income the next year and for down the road. You're not dependent on the stock market being up year after year after year because you don't need me to tell you that that just doesn't happen. Social security plays a vital role in the foundation of your financial plan, but too often people make costly mistakes. Neglecting social security is one of them. Thinking social security won't be around and won't contribute to your retirement is number one. Neglecting planning for surviving spouse is second. The third mistake, starting social security too early can cost over $300,000. The fourth one, not optimizing social security in your financial plan. And five, not coordinating social security with your other retirement assets could cause you to run out of money too soon. Addressing these issues in the planning process can put money back in your pocket and give you the peace of mind and contribute to that stress-free retirement you always dreamed of. Well, I'm Michael Easton with Fellowship Financial. Once again, we are out of time for this episode. Thanks so much for being here. Make it an amazing week with the ones you love. And we'll be back next week with more of the Retirement Income Show. That's all the time we have for today. To speak with Michael Eastham off the air, call 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. And for more information about Fellowship Financial, visit us online at fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. We will be back again next week at this same time for another Retirement Income Show. The opinions expressed on this radio show are based upon information considered reliable, though it should not be relied upon as such. Information presented is for educational purposes only. Moreover, no listener should assume any discussions or information presented serves as the receipt of or a substitute for personalized advice or from any other investment professional and is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Advisory services offered through Fellowship Investment Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Fellowship Financial and Fellowship Investment Advisors, LLC, are affiliated entities. 